3: Welcome to AFA at the Core. Phone number is 888-589-8840. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Great to be back with you. Boy, I missed last week. I can't believe in just a few short months I've I've gotten, uh, I guess I've gotten addicted to you. I've gotten addicted to the American Family Radio audience and to our great production team. And I just, man, I miss doing the show. So last week I went through withdrawals. I got to admit it. Uh, love doing the program. Love taking your phone calls and just thrilled to be back today. And uh, looking forward to being with you again tomorrow, mixing it up a little bit this week. Normally, I've got Tuesdays and Thursdays and Walker Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but we're just kind of uh, throwing it all over the place this week due to a travel schedule, so I'll be with you again tomorrow. But today, looking forward to catching up. Uh, the reason I was out last week, we had a a uh, really our largest event of the year, our Leadership Congress that uh, takes place at the Texas Capitol. Now, we do these around the country, but we typically only do them for a couple of days as a small group, kind of go in take over the Capitol for a couple days, have 16 to 25 year olds, live the life of legislators on the real house floor, in the real committee rooms. It's really cool. We we do some public speaking workshops and teach them the timeless principles of liberty, which are limited government, individual liberties, free enterprise and timeless truths. But our big one, I mean, this is the one we plan for all year long is at the Texas Capitol. It's a full week, so for seven days, we've got these young people, about 125 of them, and they're on the Real House floor every day, and the committee's late you know, into the evenings. They're hearing from speakers. I mean, I think I read the list a couple of weeks ago, but it's, I mean, they heard from everybody. Charlie Kirk, Steve Dace, Matt Walsh, Jeremy Boring, Michael Knowles, Andrew Klavan, uh, Chris Dunham, um, Janique Stewart, I can't even name them all. But anyway, they heard from great speakers, so they're getting good perspective. I mean, Allie Stuckey and, and, and her ability to to really see the lay of the land, it, w- it was just incredible. And the cool thing is we not only have the students on the House side, we have military veterans on the Senate side, which is an amazing combination. And these military veterans come in, and it's their chance to really see what it was that they were fighting for, how a constitutional republic works, what it's like on the inside <laughs> to do battle uh, intellectually there on the Senate floor and in committee. So they had a great time and then we had our Constitution Coach Conference. So we had Constitution Coaches coming in from all over the country as well. And they sort of floated around the Capitol. They did a bunch of training for their Constitution Coach uh, classes. And then they also testified in the committees. They learned how to influence legislation. So I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm feeling good today despite all the negative. And I'm going to get to some of that. So we're going to do the good, the bad, and the ugly today. But I'm feeling good because for a week I saw the hope of the, of the next generation and, frankly, the current generation. I saw the remnant that God is raising up. I got to spend a week with them, uh, got to have some really cool conversations. And then we did our ceremonial passing of the torch. Uh, that's an amazing thing. Everybody listening, someday you got to come for the dinner and uh, and experience that. It's really, really cool. We have the military veterans come up, and the kids sign the Declaration of Independence, make that commitment. I tell the story of the signing, and we put it all in context. And the kids come forward, and they pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And I know when I'm saying kids, we're talking young adults here, 16 to 25. I'm old now, so 16 to 25 is young. But anyway, these these young people come up, they sign the declaration, they go forward. A military veteran puts a medal over them, you know, a, a, a around their neck and gives them a, a, a you know basically a, a challenge and says, "Hey, I was willing to die for your freedom. Now it's time for you to go live it." So it's a powerful, powerful scene. Have a torch lighting ceremony. It's awesome. Anyway, so I'm a little bit, um, I guess, living off the fumes of of last week, despite what happened last night. And and I don't. I'm trying to think. I really thought about how do I set this up, and I don't think there's any way to set up this story where you you can't possibly overblow this. You can't exaggerate what happened last night. A not just a former president of the United States, but the leading by far candidate. I mean, if you look at the CPAC polling, and 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 uh, I mean, there's no doubt if Trump wants to be the nominee, and after this, I'm sure he will be. Uh, he, he's got it. There's nobody even close, and so he is the opponent. Of the sitting president of the United States. He is the previous opponent of the sitting president of the United States. The sitting president of the United States has made no uh, qualms about the fact that he hates Donald Trump and thinks Donald Trump is is absolutely the enemy. He's called us the enemy for being Christians that live out our our faith and love the flag and love the Constitution. And to do an FBI raid on the home of the former president and soon to be president again is I don't even, I, I, I'm having trouble finding words, folks. You know I'm not speechless. This is a day that will live in infamy. This, I, I guarantee you, this will be remembered like Watergate, like Pearl Harbor, like these days that are in just stand out in our mind where our culture changed, where, where all of a sudden more people tuned into what was happening than ever before and said, wait a minute, what is going on here? And, and this is going to be a dividing line like we have not seen. I mean, you think January 6th was a dividing line. With all of the lies for the last year and a half from the left and from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the rest about what actually happened on January 6th, they've created massive division in our country, and they've, they've thrown the Constitution out, no due process, just horrific treatment of people that were there January 6th. All of that, I would say, would be a day that's going to live in infamy. But this this is beyond the pale. Uh you just don't do this. I mean, if you've got a president that has has, you know, bodies buried on the property, uh you know, and, and something it's got to be it's got to be so high a bar. Uh they did not even raid Hillary Clinton when when it was everybody knew that that she had classified documents. Everybody knew that there was stuff there and they still did not go raid Hillary Clinton. They have not even raided the the colleagues of Jeffrey Epstein. We know that there was child rape going on in that situation, and they haven't raided anybody's house. And in fact, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, this just tells you the hypocrisy and absurdity of it. The judge in Florida that signed off on these search warrants and this FBI raid of, of Trump's home was apparently a, 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 an attorney for some of the Epstein cronies. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. It's unbelievable how far the other side's going to go. Now, I don't, I don't raise my voice today to make you give up and say, well, this means it's all over. I'm not saying this is a day that'll live in infamy because it mean, means they've gone so far that we cannot turn this thing back, that we cannot save our nation. There's nothing. Worse. That is not at all. Don't hear me wrong here. That's not not at all what I'm saying. I'm actually saying the opposite. I'm saying this is they have gone so far here that they will it absolutely will awaken the sleeping giant out there because up up to now you've kind of had this uh, sort of middle of the road crowd out there that's been asleep at the wheel and and hasn't been aware of just how bad things have been they haven't paid attention to the tyranny through the COVID crackdowns, they they were willing to live with the petty, tyrant governors across the country because they were scared. They bought the lies. So they were out of fear. They they fell for all those things. They even bought the lies of January 6th because let's be honest, there were absolutely people there that did wrong. And, and when you're breaking things and you're attacking cops, you absolutely are doing wrong and you ought to go to jail for it. But they, they allowed, they, they didn't have critical thinking, these people in the middle. There was no critical thinking. There was no nuance. There was no, um, um, you know, just common sense to realize that they were absolutely instigators that were doing that. They wanted to create this craziness. And, of course, by the way, there's always, side note, everybody's got their crazies. Can we just admit that right now? Every side's got their crazies. I don't care who you are. I actually worry about this sometimes when we're having a big event and media's there. I know there's crazies that show up at... Things that that we do, and I'm like, I hope the media doesn't go interview that goofball over there because they're nuts. I mean, look, every side's got that. I would argue that Antifa and the left have have them, you know, way more than the right does, and, and certainly way more than the church or Christians do. Uh, but. There's no doubt. There's crazies on both sides. There's people that are easily manipulated. There's people that are are easily led down that path of evil. I mean, that's the way of history. That's that's what the communists would call useful idiots—people that they could they could gin up and and, and stir up and 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 get them to do things that would help the communist cause. That's that's what Matthew McConaughey did when he stood in the at the White House and argued for gun control. Um, so so there's there's all kinds of ways that people can be used, and and no doubt January 6th there was there was some of that going on, but. Most of what happened at January 6th was 100 percent legal. The people that they're trying to remove from our political uh, sphere, like a Josh Hawley and a Ted Cruz and a Lauren Boebert, these people that were following the Constitution, they were objecting to electors that absolutely should have been objected to. They were doing exactly what the Democrats had done in previous elections and exactly what had happened even more than a century ago. So they were 100% following the Constitution. But of course, the, the 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 smart play for the left was to make it look like Josh Hawley was breaking windows or Ted Cruz was leading an insurrection. All lies, absolute lies. These guys were doing their duty under the Constitution 100%. I could spend the whole program talking about that, giving you the history on the 12th Amendment and presidential election and electors and how do you object and what's the process. We're not going to do that. The point is what they were doing was 100% legal. And so the the, the, the twisting of all of that Though I think, and because there were both sides in these different arguments, I think it kept this from being the defining moment. January 6th will not be the defining moment of the of the cultural tide turning. It's going to be, yesterday, it's going to be the FBI raiding the home of the previous president of the United States who will soon, once again, thanks to their raid, almost guaranteed, be president of the United States. Again, the leading candidate against the sitting president. Now, of course, the White House is going to claim they didn't know this was happening, That and, and Nancy Pelosi's already coming out and said, no one is above the law. Of course, we would say no one is above the law. The question is, what law has been broken here? They're literally using the National Archives here. They're talking about going after the president of the United States and raiding his home over a box of materials that they sent him. It's absurd to the nth degree, but it will be the turning point. And I'll be honest, I I'm struggling with this. I or have struggled. I'm 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 over the struggling part. I I could tell. I can remember the night, in in in, I guess it was around November of of. I don't remember that what what specific date it was. I just remember. I can see right now as I close my eyes. I can see myself sitting on my on my front porch doing my Sunday night front porch live, and and I'm getting these questions on my front porch live about the FBI, and about the CIA. And about all the alphabet soup ATF, all the federal alphabet soup law enforcement agencies, and people are saying to me, "It's time to dismantle these federal agencies. It's t- they're corrupt. They're now turning against the American people. It's it's a biblical situation where they're calling good evil and evil good. They're they're prosecuting good and letting evil go." And and I, I said no. I, I remember I, I said, I, "Guys, I'm not there yet. I can't. I, I, I grew up, you know, at a time when the FBI was were the heroes." where, where we, we we wanted to be FBI agents as, as kids I grew up at a time where the, the agency did good things and and we wanted to to go after terrorists and we wanted to prevent people from blowing up buildings and all of these things and so it it breaks my heart to know that these agencies have now become what we know all all unaccountable uh um you know unlimited power people become corrupt power corrupts you know, unlimited power corrupts absolute power, corrupts absolutely. That's what's happened here. We've let these people do whatever they want, follow their political agenda instead of the law. Because I agree, no one's above the law. And the law should be followed. And the law should be enforced. I do believe in justice and mercy. But, in, I mean, I'm just saying, they're, absolutely the law should be enforced. That's not what these people are doing. These people are going after political opponents. This is a communist tactic. tactic. This is third world country stuff here, folks. This is banana republic stuff here where we have politicized our law enforcement agencies. And so I'm, I'm in. I am joining the call to completely dismantle these alphabet suit law enforcement agencies. It's time to say enough is enough. It, it's time to clean house and essentially start over. And, and first of all, there are constitutional arguments for not having federal law enforcement agencies other than the Border Patrol. In other words, most of this stuff constitutionally was left to the states. Not a not a federal issue. I gotta say, I gotta say, Ron Paul was right. I I was not a Ron Paul for president fan, but Ron Paul was right. He's a friend. He was my congressman when I was in the state house, so we worked together on a lot of stuff. But I always thought he was wrong for saying dismantle the FBI and do it. Ron Paul was right. It's time to go after these alphabet soup agencies, and we've got a ton of congressmen that were tweeting out last night that that's what they're going to work on and that they're going to do. So I'm telling you, it's the turning point, a day that'll live in infamy. August 8th is the turning point for our country. This is where we take our country back. Folks, I'd love to hear from you. You can call into 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. The program is AFA at the core. And today's host, I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution coach. We'll see you right after the break.
1: Jesus answered him, if anyone
3: loves me, he will keep my word. My name is Abraham Hamilton III and this is the Hamilton Minute. We live in an era currently where spirituality is in vogue. Christ following is not. Some even claim to love Jesus while simultaneously rebelling against his word and encouraging others to rebel similarly. But Jesus said it himself, if you love me, you will obey me. Whoever does not love me does not obey my words. Make no mistake about it. To love Jesus is to obey him. You cannot love Jesus and disobey him. If you're living in open rebellion against Jesus' word, you're not following Jesus as he's revealed himself in scripture. You're following a God you've created. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for the Hamilton
2: Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association.
4: This is Raising Godly the Girls Minute with Patti Garibay of American Heritage Girls.
5: How are those mother-daughter conversations going lately? Maybe your girl bubbles over with an excited report of her dance class happenings, or maybe you're noticing that she's internally processing friendship issues. Depending on her age stage, you might soon notice changes in the frequency and depth of conversations. Most parents ache for open conversation with their kids, and there's a reason for this. This connection is inherent in our God-given charge in Deuteronomy 6 to teach our children diligently in every area of our lives. So if you're feeling concerned for a distance between your girl and you, pray for her to have an open heart, to seek the Lord's wisdom through you, and then put some mother-daughter chat time on the calendar.
4: Want to learn more? Read about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep, then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-788-1813. Can you repeat that? 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813.
2: AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio.
3: Welcome back to AFA at the Core. Phone number is 888-589-8840. My name is Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Thrilled to be back with you this week after a week off while we were doing Patriot Academy's Leadership Congress at the Texas Capitol. But back in the saddle this week, we've been talking about the FBI raid on Donald Trump's home August 8th will live in infamy this will be the turning point Uh, number one it probably won him the election I mean that in one failed swoop they basically gave the presidency back to Donald Trump I, I cannot imagine the American people sitting for this only someone with complete Trump derangement syndrome would be okay with what happened here, especially as the facts come out. Now, now listen, I've been wrong. I could Maybe they're going to find out that there were dead bodies on the property. Maybe they're going to find out. Maybe there was some secret investigation of some actual legal, illegal activity that rose to the level of going after a president, despite the fact that they didn't go uh, raid H- Hillary or um, what was the guy's name? I'm forgetting the, uh, the Clinton official that, that stole, literally stole things. From the National Archives, that he had to have a secret clearance to get in to see, and uh, no, no, uh, you know, a little slap on the wrist for him. I mean, listen, th- th- there's no question. We've said it before: two tier justice system in America right now, completely anti-American. The fact that we don't have blind justice, equal justice, where everybody's treated the same under the law. Um, and now we have this, this situation where we've seen it happening in communities across the country where you're prosecuted or not prosecuted, depending on the color of your skin. We've literally gone back 100 years to that. We've reversed racism now in, in our legal system. Uh, now it's political. It's either race or political. We'll, we'll judge you different based on the color of your skin, or how, how much pigment you have uh, and how much melanin you, you, you have in your skin, or we'll judge you based on your tweets, based on your Facebook posts, based on your political philosophy, and depending on that, It's going to determine whether or not we prosecute you and how hard we prosecute you. I mean, that's bad, folks. That's bad for everybody. I don't care if you're left, right, center, uh, in the center, I mean. Well, we're all centers, right? (laughs) Anyway, I don't care which part of this, you fall, where you fall on this, everybody should agree. A two-tier justice system, a non-true blind justice. Just picture with me for a moment that blind justice statue where the scales are being held and the and the blindfold is 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 across her face. I mean that's how it should be done. We should be able to have blind justice. That is not what's happening here. So let's ask a, ask a couple of questions. I'm just going to repeat actually questions from Senator Mike Lee. Now Mike Lee from Utah is no Donald Trump fan. All right. Mike Lee's a Republican, no doubt, very conservative. He's never like Trump. You could just tell. I mean he's a, there's no doubt about it. In fact, I, I think Mike Lee was wrong on January 6th because he did not object to the electors. And and, and so I, I don't agree with Mike Lee on, on everything. And I think he got hung up on, you know, frankly, some uh, some, some some technicalities. And, and because he, frankly, I think, hated hated Trump so much and wanted Trump to no longer be the face of the Republican Party, he did not object to the electors when he should have. However, I do think Lee is, is a man of integrity and a man that loves the Constitution and does his best to follow the Constitution, even though he was wrong on January 6th. So here's what he did. Right after this raid, he he put out on social media some basic questions. So I'm just going to repeat his questions, and we'll go to the go to the phone lines. I already lighting up the phones. Uh, go ahead and call in, folks. It's 888 um, eight, oops I just blanked. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. There we go. Should roll off the tongue, right? Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Here's what Mike Lee asked. He said, "Did Attorney General Merrick Garland personally sign off on this action?" So so why would he ask this question? I think he's asking number one because who is Merrick Garland? Merrick Garland was Barack Obama's nominee for the United States Supreme Court that did not get on the Supreme Court because the Republican Senate did not approve his nomination prior to Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama's presidency ending. And so Donald Trump winning the election in 2016 sank Merrick Garland's hopes of being on the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, you got to understand, if you're not an attorney, you got to understand, in in my lifetime— I, it wasn't this way in the founding era, and it shouldn't be this way. But in my lifetime, as attorney in the legal world, the highest office, the highest accolade, the highest um, you know career you could get I mean, to attain to the highest level is the United States Supreme Court. That's the epitome. That's the mountaintop. If you get there as an attorney, and especially as someone who's in the political world as an attorney, uh, that's it, man. That's nirvana. Okay, that's Merrick Garland's lifelong dream. And Donald Trump sank Merrick Garland's hopes of being on the U- U.S. Supreme Court. Ruined it. Destroyed it by winning the election in 2016. And so now Merrick Garland gets appointed attorney general by Barack Obama. I'm sorry, but by Joe Biden a few years later. Uh, can you imagine how much he was licking his chops to sign off on this warrant if he actually did? We'll find out. Great question by Mike Lee. But again, it's part of the circus. You need to know this is clown town now. Washington D.C. is clown town. The Department of Justice is clown town. This is no longer an agency to be respected. This is no longer um, a, an administration to be respected. Now, here's what we shouldn't do. Got to sidetrack from Mike Lee's questions real quick. They're baiting you, folks. They're baiting me. I'm a I'm a righteous anger kind of guy. When I see injustice, I stand up and I want to fight. When I see injustice, I want to stop it. I, I'm I'm one of these guys that. That I feel it and I cannot stand it. I can't walk past it. I, I don't understand these people in these videos where an old person gets attacked or, or an innocent person gets attacked on a subway or in the park in broad daylight, and all these people walk by and do nothing. I don't care. I mean, I, I just can't imagine not stepping in, even if you're going to get beat up too. But stepping in, I just don't, I don't understand that. But anyway, I'm a righteous anger kind of guy. You know, we're supposed to be angry and sin not. So I'm all for it welling up inside you. God put that in you to love justice, also mercy, but to love justice, to do justice. But here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to rile that up in you and convince you to do violence, to actually give up on the system and return these injustices with violence. They're trying to get you to feel like there's no other way this is the only way I can respond. I have felt that before. I understand that you feel that you cannot buy into that. You cannot let them bait you into that. They will use that to crack down on this. This is Just study history. They will use that to crack down on the nation, and January 6th prosecution will be the normal thing in every community in America if we let that happen. Christians, constitutionalists, conservatives will become the pariahs. They will become the victim of 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 injustice and 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 malicious prosecution everywhere, not just in Washington D.C. and from January 6. So do not play into their hands. Do not violence is not the answer here. Okay, had to say that. I think that's very important for us right now because I'm already hearing from people. People are saying, "Do you really think we can we can turn this thing around politically?" I've always said my whole life. I've always said we need a revolution of freedom. We need a revolution with ballots, not bullets. That's always been one of my lines. I've always used that line and said, hey, we can have a revolution, but thanks to what the founding fathers gave us and the system that we have, we don't have to have a revolution with bullets. Nobody wants that. That's ugly and awful and terrible. You should never ask for civil war. or those. That is nobody. We should not be asking for that. But we can have a revolution with ballots. We can do this peacefully. And people always say now they're like, well, the election system doesn't work, or they'll steal it anyway. Are they going to try to steal? Absolutely, because of the nature of man and the evil of mankind. And if they believe Donald Trump is is the is Hitler, of course they're going to try to cheat to win. So what do you do? You strengthen the system. You have poll workers everywhere. I was looking at I was watching Bo Snerdly's, uh social media last night. He's pushing for that hard, and he's 100 percent right. You want to really help? You sign up to be a poll worker. You sign up to stop the cheating. By having eyes on every ballot box, every mobile voting place, that's how we win. That's exactly what happened in Virginia, and that's why uh, we were able to to win, even though they had all the mechanisms to cheat right there at their fingertips. They absolutely could have stole it there if we hadn't been watching everything that they were doing. Okay, wow, I've only gotten past one question for Mike Lee, and I need to get to the get to the phones. I need to turn this into a three hour show, Bobby. Let's just let's just turn it into. No, I'm kidding. All right, uh, next question from uh, from Mike Lee. He's the Senator Lee. He said, "Why obtain?" And execute a search warrant rather than first seeking the items in question, either through an informal process or with a subpoena. 100%. 100%. What are we talking about here? We're talking about what they're claiming are classified documents. When, when the, I mean, just think about this, the, the, the way the system works. The President of the United States can declassify any document he wants. And so any documents that he had, he had already declassified as not being uh, classified documents anymore. But if, if there was a mistake made and if he missed some documents and, and something got sent to him that shouldn't have or whatever then do an informal process demand those documents with a subpoena even that would be the next level up to, to ratchet this thing up but raid the home of the president of the united states uh unbelievable okay next question if this turns out to be the product of the growing political weaponization of federal law enforcement agencies remember how we started the program today weaponization of federal law enforcement agencies. That's what we've been seeing with January 6th, with the IRS going after all of these people, the Tea Party people and churches and others. I mean, that the, folks, anyway, he goes on to say, and this is what I was about to say, but he says it in his question, shouldn't this incident cause all Americans to be even more outraged by the Democrats' plan to hire an additional 87,000 IRS agents, KGB, Agents is what it's going to turn into with the FBI colluding. You know, the IRS has their own SWAT team. Why in the world? Why in the world? Because they don't want to have to convince another agency that what they're doing is is justified. That's why they want to have internal ability to prosecute and to malign and to destroy people's lives. Folks, we're talking about nearly 100,000 more IRS agents. Does anybody think that's a good thing? They're not going to be going after the wealthy, they're going after you. They're going after me. They're going after the middle class. They're going after the Christians and conservatives. They made that clear last time this happened. The Barack Obama IRS went after anyone that was politically seen to be against Barack Obama. You don't think Joe Biden's setting that up to do this? Absolutely he is. And this FBI absolutely proves it. And that's why Mike Lee's so right in that question. Next question he asks is, how is this aggressive action defensible in light of the FBI and DOJ, Department of Justice, treatment of Hillary Clinton, who was never subjected? to a raid like this, even though she mishandled classified material and she destroyed evidence. Nobody's claimed that Donald Trump destroyed evidence. She definitely destroyed evidence. Remember the 33,000 emails? Next question. No, actually, that's the last question. So anyway, Mike Lee asked some good questions. Thanks for you to ponder. But all of this is because Donald Trump is so popular and he's likely to be the next presidential nominee i think the cpac vote uh, i'm going to talk about it a little bit maybe in the last segment uh he's at 70 something percent uh it's not there's no chance of anybody else winning but they know they know the democrats know that a reckoning is coming why do you think they passed this out of control spending bill 50 50 by the way all democrats for it all republicans against it they had to bring in the vice president to break the tie and they did it on sunday let that sink in for a second it's evil and wrong the things they're doing in this bill and they chose the Sabbath to do it. We didn't use to pass bills. We didn't use to Congress never met on Sunday. Never met uh, because we respected the the Sabbath. And I realize Sabbath is Saturday for a lot of people listening right now. But you, you get my point. There was a day that we acknowledged this is the Lord's day, and Congress didn't meet. Congress didn't just meet on Sunday. They passed this monstrosity of an evil bill that worships the creation rather than the Creator. Creates this massive climate change, whatever the heck that is. Um, you know, monstrosity, $390 billion going to affect climate. They can't do that, folks. There's nothing government's going to do that's going to affect climate, and even their own numbers show that it's a minuscule difference, but yet they're going to spend $390 billion on it. Okay, let's try to get at least one phone call in before we go to break. I'm sorry, I'm kind of excited today, folks, and I just keep keep going. I had a few other items. We'll try to get to them. Here we go. First call is Jim in Arkansas. Jim, go hogs, go, buddy. What's your question or comment?
1: Uh, My question is, um, Biden said or he announced that he knew nothing about this. Uh, Is that possible? And the other thing is, if Biden does get out of office, what are we going to do with Harris?
3: (laughs) Well, listen, if he claims he didn't know, I mean, first of all, Actually, I believe that because I don't think Joe Biden knows anything that's going on. He doesn't know where he's supposed to be for lunch or dinner or what he's supposed to say. Did you see the video yesterday? He can't even put his jacket on when he's getting off. I mean, This this guy is out to lunch. 25th Amendment should have been invoked a year ago. Uh, it's, It's an embarrassment to our country, to the world. It shows the world we're weak. It invites conflict around the world. It invites attacks on us. Uh, so, anyway, I, I do think he probably didn't know because he doesn't have a clue what's going on. But I guarantee you the White House knew. That's a, I, There is no way you raid the president of the United States, former president and soon-to-be president, w- without the White House signing off in some way. Somebody that's calling the shots behind the scenes at the White House absolutely knew about this, and at some point, someday, it will come out. Remember how long it took for, for Watergate for it to come out, that, that Nixon signed off on the raid of the Democrat uh, headquarters. So yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's they're going to use that line though. I saw that this morning that he's claiming that he that he didn't know. But but Harris, another one that's out to lunch. Oh my goodness, I could go off on that one, but but let's not. Let's try to get another call in uh, right before we go to break here. This is Francis in Mississippi. Go ahead, Francis.
1: Hey, how are you, my brother? Look, I am a conservative Christian, and I really am saddened by what I'm hearing because. I don't believe Jesus would approach the subject the way we're doing it or you're doing it, and I identify with you. I believe, you know, I'm an American, you're a patriot.
3: Sure, but I don't mind some, opposition. What, how do you think we should approach it, and what are we doing wrong with our Well Let me, let me approach. just
1: start. Let's just start. First of all, you know, we are fighting powers and principalities, not humans. The Democrats are not the enemy, and the Republicans are not the enemy. Number two, you know, they said the garden in the garden of knowledge, your knowledge of good and evil will be your death, your faculty of perception. Trump before the election said he would deny the outcome. It wasn't Biden's people that made that speech and attacked the White House or the Capitol. It was Trump supporters, conservative Christians, that are buying the lie, just like they did with Nazism.
0: Okay, Francis, he's, hang he's, on, hey, France, Francis, Paula?
3: Francis, you have to stay with me through the break. I got sixty seconds before we're going before okay. I got a hard break. I, Howie? I have to Howie? go. Howie? Th- th- that I have to go to. T- uh, tell me again, what was your first point? You said the. Uh, My
1: first point is that you know. You oh, know the Democrats aren't the,
3: the Democrats aren't the enemy. Republicans aren't the enemy. Man, They're read the Old Testament. The the, the in, yeah you have They're invisible forces, invisible but forces. the enemy but the enemy is also in person. You you cannot say Democrats that are pro-death and pro-abortion are not the political enemies if you believe in life. I mean, you got to understand how the political process works, and so the, the, there's definitely people that are on the opposition of where we are, and that want to destroy America. People that burn cities that that. That champion the, the the killing of children that that chant hell Satan at my own state capitol here in Texas. I, I I'm sorry, that's the enemy. I, I don't I don't see any other it's it's not the spiritual enemy, but it's the physical enemy right in front of me that I, that I must defeat politically in order to prevent the killing of those children. That's called defending the innocent. But anyway, we'll come back to your second point because that one's gonna be fun as well. Francis is our caller. Stay with us, folks. You're listening to AFA at the core.
2: American Family Studios was started back in 2011 as a way to advance the Christian worldview into an increasingly media-rich culture.
4: Media is like such a powerful tool to communicate the gospel. I love writing stories, getting in my office, and just thinking, how can we portray this concept of who God's character is? And to get to use the gifts that God has given me is really a joy.
2: AmericanFamilyStudios.net What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA aims to evangelize the lost and disciple the believer. AFA aims to strengthen biblical marriages and equip parents to raise godly children. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation Thank you for standing with us.
0: This is Bible League International. Thank God your pastor wasn't attacked on Sunday, but it happened to Pastor Nepo recently while preaching in Burundi, Africa. 20 radicals dragged him down the aisle to the front lawn where they beat him nearly to death because he's been faithfully sharing the gospel with Muslims and nearly 200 have come to Christ in his village where Christians are attacked daily.
1: Anyone who comes to Jesus as the Lord and Savior are easily persecuted.
0: In coastal India, Jayanth planted a church in a village with no Christians and today more than half of that village follows Christ, but it did not come easy. His house was burned down twice, his wife was assaulted, and many in the church have been threatened with death, but they're not praying for an end to their suffering, they're praying for Bibles to endure and persevere. We're halfway to our goal to send God's Word to 16,000 Bible-less, persecuted believers, and we need to wrap up in a week. So at $5 a Bible, $100 sins 20, will you call 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD or give at SendBiblesNow.org SendBiblesNow.org and God bless you for
2: This week, Revival Fires International is giving a free Truth For Youth Bible to every student between 13 and 18 who promises to pass it along to a friend at school this year. It contains the entire New Testament, along with full-color comics that present the gospel and moral truths.
5: I read some of the comics, and they really touched my heart. So I repented of my sins and now I'm sold out for Jesus. Thank you so much for the Truth For Youth Bible.
3: The Truth For Youth Bible inspired me and led me to Christ. It has also given me a chance to show others the way to eternal life and the only one who can give it. that's Jesus.
5: I am praying that others will be saved because of your willingness to get the truth of God's Word out.
2: It's also available in Spanish. To order a free Truth for Youth Bible, visit truthforyouth.com anytime or call 800-733-4737 between 830 a.m. and 430 p.m. Central. That's 800-733-4737 afa at the core podcast are available at afr.net back to afa at the core on american family radio
3: welcome back to afa at the core the phone number 888-589-8840 888-589-8840 welcome your calls and comments we're talking about the fbi raid on donald trump's home last night the fbi Raiding the President of the United States. Unbelievable. This is a turning point in our culture. And we got a fun call from Francis. I love opposition, Francis, so I'm glad you called. Uh, The initial uh, question was uh democrats aren't the enemy republicans aren't the enemy and my point is you know i agree you know we wrestle not with flesh and blood but you still have an opposition maybe enemy's not the right word i don't think i called them the enemy but i maybe i did anyway opposition is the right word if they're killing babies if they're for the things that they're for taking away our freedom tyranny literally killing people with a jab that they're forcing on them trying to jab 6 month old kid i mean all the things that they're doing I'm sorry, that's that's the opposition and I'm going to stand up and fight against that, whether it's Democrat or Republican or whatever. So if my approach is a problem for you because I'm willing to fight, then we just definitely disagree. But your second point was uh, the president, you know, that that it was the president's fault that 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 uh, that he said he wasn't going to accept the results. I don't think he said he wasn't going to accept the results. I think he said we've got shenanigans going on. And frankly, I, I said before the election, we should not accept the results of any state that broke the Constitution, that violated the Constitution. Which included any state that changed election law without the legislature involved. He was one hundred percent constitutionally right to say for those states that he would not accept them. But the speech you're talking about, I'm assuming the speech you're talking about on January sixth, that's the same one where he said peaceful, be peaceful. Is that the is that the speech you're talking about?
1: No. What I'm what I'm saying is that before the election and he was the president, if there was if there was fraud, he was the president for four years. Can't you see that this man is a liar, an insurrectionist, and a murderer, and that's why they're raiding his house? Yep, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You can't
3: make a claim to... Francis, you can't make a claim like that without backing it up. You're saying Donald Trump is a murderer. What gimme give, give me a specific. I uh, I got Capitol, it the
1: people died on January sixth, and he's the one who made the speech. Not Pence, wait, not and uh, not uh, anybody who else. Who
3: died on January sixth?
1: Capitol police, don't you think? Uh, people got shot no. in the in the in the in the insurrection.
3: Who, who got shot just in the insurrection? The Francis, you're making so some wild claims example. here. You got to back right. them
1: up. Well, you don't think anybody right. died on January 6th? What do you think? Yeah, do you think I, I'm asking penalty? you to
3: clarify your statement. Who di- you're you died? You're claiming that Capitol Police died three, because of Donald Trump. Yeah, yes. Not a single Capitol because Police died insurance. because of Donald Trump. Okay, so are You're buying the lies. Are
1: people in jail? Are people in jail because of this?
3: Yes or not? Hundred percent. Yes, 100%. Is that, is yes they are.
1: So you, don't and are, you don't think anything happened on January 6th. You want to just wow. justify Francis, you can't jump to abortion.
3: Francis, you can't jump to conclusions. Let's stick with a logical discussion, because I enjoy the back and forth, but you can't make outlandish claims, like you don't think anything happened on January 6th. So let's stick to the facts, okay? Donald Trump gave a speech in in which he said, be peaceful, very clearly said be peaceful, said that from the beginning, has always said that in his speeches, and he made a speech that was absolutely constitutionally accurate, about how the process was to work. So, how, what part of his speech are you saying caused an insurrection?
1: Look, the guy wanted to overturn the election. No, he, he did not not accept the outcome before. No, he didn't. So, what? What is all this about? So,
3: Francis, what do you mean by overturn the election? Did he won
1: the election. Did he win the election? Are you nuts? <laughs> I mean, Francis, seriously. If
3: what do loses, you mean by he, overturn if the election?
1: A fraud. He wanted to uh, call the state of if you're not
3: gonna if you're not gonna have a back and forth, I can't leave you on. What do you mean by overturn the election?
1: Okay. He called the state of Georgia trying to find his votes. Sir, do you not do you not watch other news besides so, your own? I mean, are you not you, aware of what's going you, on in the world?
3: Francis, you are so you you don't, to, you don't have to you don't have to devolve into insults. I'm asking you actual questions. I'm trying to okay, clarify your I language. On. When you say overturn the election what you actually mean, I think, is that he was trying to clarify who actually won in those states. And that is a constitutional process that the Democrats have done for years, including the last two Republican elected presidents. They have objected to electors because they believed there, were, there was cheating in those states. Do you think that is overturning the election because you're asking for Congress to do its job and clarify how the electors were chosen. That is not overturning an election. That is the election process. Everyone that has claimed Uh, that anyone tried to get Mike Pence to overturn the election is lying. All of us that were asking Mike Pence to do one of three constitutional things. And I have defended Mike Pence for actually choosing one of three constitutional paths. But I have said I would not have chosen the path he chose. He had other choices, but they were not overturning the election. They were clarifying who actually won in Arizona, who actually won in in Georgia. If the Congress receives two slates of electors, they must investigate and say which one is accurate. If the Congress receives legitimate claims of fraud and legitimate claims of violations of the Constitution in the election process, they must investigate. That's their constitutional duty. So you're buying the lies of the left that claimed that everybody wanted to overturn the election when what we all wanted was to clarify. I I have I have never asked, when my guy didn't win, when Bill Clinton won in 1992, I didn't say, oh my goodness, we have to reverse this election somehow by cheating or by storming the Capitol or whatever it might. No one has ever claimed that or done that. This storming of the Capitol on, on January 6th was actually... To uh, was a bunch of instigators that were wrong in the front and I have said those people should be in jail so so but for you to claim that Donald Trump caused that is buying the lies of the Liz Cheneys out there in the January 6th committee so I just don't, I mean I understand where you're coming from because a bunch of people in the country have bought those lies but for you to say that Donald Trump's a murderer I mean that tells me right there you don't you don't have you're not having an intellectual discussion with me
1: okay I'm Jesus said, "By that
3: fruit you know." John. Do 8, you know? Do you 8, know what? How is? By fruit. Yes. So is insur. Well, I guess we shouldn't be thankful for Nebuchadnezzar or or uh, Cyrus or, frankly, George Bush, Barack Obama, Joe Biden. I mean, we're all sinners, are we not, Francis? I mean, yes, so sir. you can't. We're not. Who would you either? choose we're as president?
1: Trump. We're talking about your hero here, Donald Trump. Who you're not honest enough to look at the situation. Have you ever I'm heard, heard the words Trump. come
3: out of my mouth that Donald Trump is my hero? Now, so now you're making up well, stuff. i Have I ever said Donald Trump be work? the
1: future president. A guy that says, I am fighting for the, the Constitution. The election, a guy that...
3: Francis, do you want a constitutional process for elections, or do you want people to be I'm able sure? to force it by their will? Nobody's forcing you... anything
1: by the will. He was the president for four years ahead of time. Why didn't he have the no, system fix them? Why didn't why so didn't you... it work while he was there? Look at the COVID. He lied about that. Francis, there was no Francis stay on, no on topic. He was a
3: Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Okay. Do you want a constitutional process for the election so that regardless of which side is is manipulating the process, that we stop that, that we don't let people change the rules midstream in an election process to favor their side? Would you at least that. agree That'll with me on that?
1: that? We, no. I agree with you How that can... we should have a constitutional process, and we do. Okay.
3: I, okay, so then let me ask you the same thing you asked me. Do you watch the news? Don't, do you not Absolutely. know that Pennsylvania... Do you not know that Pennsylvania, Georgia, um, Michigan, (laughs) and Wisconsin all – are you not – you want me to give you facts? I'm giving you facts. They changed –
1: Republican legislators are trying to change the No,
3: no, listen. No, Republican legislators did not change the election law. Democrat secretaries of state and governors changed election law absolutely violating the Constitution. That is a clear violation of the Constitution. That's what I'm trying to tell you there is no question they violated the Constitution. Wouldn't that bother you no matter which side did it? Now, you've probably never heard that unless you've listened to my program or a few other people that have been willing to talk about it. But if, if the other side or, or if Donald Trump violated the Constitution by changing election law to favor his side, wouldn't you object to that?
1: I don't think he violated the Constitution generously. I don't think his speech and all that was nothing to do with with the, with the problems, right? It just was a. peaceful. Which question
3: kind of are you asking me? Did his speech violate I'm the Constitution 100%? The no. His speech was peaceful. No, he his violate. speech encouraged the constitutional process. He told people to be peaceful. So absolutely, I, I think that should be defended. There's nothing that that he did that was wrong. Now, I will say the Trump campaign and Trump team really messed up because they should have had their own security there because I think the Capitol Police wanted to have a Rostock fire situation like in the 1930s where they allowed for this to happen. Nancy Pelosi refused the National Guard. Donald Trump asked for the National Guard to be there to defend the United States Capitol, and Nancy Pelosi refused. The mayor of D.C. refused. So who do you really think is at fault, blame Francis? Them. Whenever,
1: blame them. When, you have, blame a, the other when side. you have a
3: million people, that's what I'm, s- the I'm stating, facts for you. Did you know that the, the president are, asked? Nancy
1: didn't do it. Nancy didn't jack squat. Trump supporters are the ones that attacked the Capitol and killed people. Okay, Hate to Francis. That, Francis, whatever. did
3: you know that the president asked for the National Guard to be there to defend the Capitol multiple times?
1: No, anything did you know that? That he says it comes out of his mouth,
3: I don't no, trust. No, the, and I the, the there. documentation's you, there. Sir. It's not, neither Okay, you. Well the, neither we. Well neither we can't use have, that
1: hearsay. Use what your then, two
3: eyes saw. So yeah, you're you're you are you you can not have a conversation about this, Francis. I'm gonna have to cut you if you're, if you're not even willing to listen to facts. There's documentation that he asked for the National Guard to defend the Capitol, and you're not, and you're saying that's a lie. I, I doesn't even make. I mean. I'm sorry, you got Trump derangement syndrome. I really encourage you, Francis, to get some uh, some treatment for that. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the treatment would be, but all right, next call. That was fun. We've never done that here on uh, AFA at the core. I like calls like that. I had a good time. It was good. It's just you always need to ask questions. If you can ask questions of each other, then you can have civil discourse. If you just call each other liars, it doesn't work. And Francis just wanted to call everybody liars, but you know, at least we still had a little bit of fun. Let's go to Ron from Texas. All right, t- what part of Texas, Ron? I always got to ask when you're calling from my home state. Hey Ron, you still out there?
0: Uh, yes sir. I go am for still it. here. Basically, yeah, what's your question, you Let
1: that gentleman waste 15 minutes of your airtime because <laughs> first off, what would he say about when Jesus turned over the uh change tables? in the, well, in the there's, temple.
3: Yeah, there's definitely so, that crowd out there that thinks that the Bible is nothing but Jesus petting lambs. They forget that he was the lamb, but also the lion. And uh, those folks are never going to um, actually, um, you know, win the culture and and, and, and right. continue to... Yeah, go well, ahead, man.
1: But let's move on from there. So that, that draws some attention to his Christianity that he's following, but also uh, about the election wasn't stolen i've programmed computers not for a living but I, I know how to program computers and to say that that any of those machines anything that's connected to the internet or anything or has any kind of programming can be uh programmed to do whatever the person programming it wants it to do
3: i mean you yeah, have know now programmed movies you know? Yeah. No, no, Ron, listen, I, I think all of that is possible. I don't make any of my yes. arguments on the election based Ron, on Ron. that because cause it's so hard yeah, to, yeah. to prove. The stuff that I'm talking right. about is is black and white, absolute fact, and absolutely historically, right. constitutionally able to be backed up. And that's why when a guy like Francis isn't willing to even acknowledge the facts of what was done in these states and, and, and agree that – that the system should treat both sides the same. That's all I'm saying. Every every an election process has to be transparent. There has to be verification. You got to have legal remedies, and it's got to treat both sides the same. And that did not happen in this election. And Donald Trump's knew we saw that in the last 30 days of the election. They started changing these election laws laws, and that's what he was speaking to in, in the debate. And <laughs> and I find it hilarious that he thinks Trump's my hero when I campaigned against Donald Trump in 2016 in the primary vehemently because I didn't want him to be the nominee. I couldn't see what, what was what was happening, but now I'm glad he was. He got better results than any president I I ever supported. I, I was going to comment real quick. Uh, we had a caller that was asking, since we're running out of time, I may get to one more call, but the, uh, there was a caller that was asking whether or not the founders had military-style weapons in mind when, when they came up with the Second Amendment. And the answer is yes, absolutely, because the military-style weapons at the time were muskets and cannons. And they uh, absolutely covered those with the Se- Second Amendment. And you see that in the actions in their communities and the things that they did in their state laws. So it, it's what, what the Second Amendment is about is the ability to defend yourself in the moment, but also to defend against a tyrannical government. So the individual citizens have to be able to have the, that weaponry in order to fight against a, a government that might try to infringe on, on their freedom. So, yeah, absolutely. They had those things in mind. That's why these arguments about oh, the second you don't need an AR-15 to kill a deer. Well, Joe Biden knows nothing about the Second Amendment. Uh, the the uh, it's not about killing deer. It's not about hunting. It's about self defense in the moment, and also self defense against a tyrannical nation. All right, let's go back to Texas. And I apologize, Ron. I, I I think I cut you off there. You were you were actually headed to another question, and I started rambling. Uh, but we still have another call from Texas, Sandra, in Texas. Sandra, where are you calling from? Uh
5: yes, sir. I'm calling from East Texas. And um, go for it. Uh, I'm, and uh, anyway, I want. I'm not going to take as much time. You know, as Francis did, but Francis um, is uh, very misled. And anyway, I just wanted to say also, I saw uh, one, they did a, a really quick blip on it, but they interviewed one lady up there that said they knew, you know, there were a million people were sp- supposed to be up here at this capital, But, uh, you know, today uh, they knew that. And she said they didn't even, uh, uh, she said, and they're supposed to, the government is supposed to supply port she said, We there's no porta poor, potties even out here there are a million people uh, out here so if they were storming the Capitol it was probably for a different reason most of them <laughs> at any rate, what I wanted to that's, say, that's pretty also, good I wanted actually
3: say, I think there's a lot of truth to that there were a lot of people that were let in you see the video of the Capitol Police inviting them in and I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised if that was one of the reasons find a restroom of- anyway go well, ahead they
5: don't know, I mean you know I'm a, I'm a woman and I, I'm you know we have to make frequent stops a lot of times <laughs> I just right. put it that way but anyway I got 60 uh, seconds to, to the end of the
3: program Sandrick. so make it fast sorry I'm so sorry I, wish I taking your call earlier
5: okay yeah i wish francis hadn't taken up as much time anyway i was just going to say there was a, a rancher uh that you remember back when the um when the federal uh bureau of land men or the the bureau of land management which is not a government agency uh, by the way uh was trying to take over the rancher's land in the west
0: yes, was, yes. they used
5: a spokesman a spokesman that under o- barack obama that man was ambushed by the fbi and killed he, he said, I just, I just ran across his podcast. I, I hate to that. cut
3: you off. I'm so sorry, Sandra. We're, we're literally literally in the, out of time for the program. Please call back in tomorrow because I'm hosting tomorrow instead of Thursday, Sandra. I apologize for taking the call so late. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in today to American Family Radio. You've been listening to AFA at the Core. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach.